minute I started playing basketball full time, everything just went by so fast. You can't even really comprehend it. You just go to the next practice, the next bus ride, the next game. Friends, you know, tell me, and we've been sitting here reflecting on it and talking about it, and they were always telling me, yeah, you were in the gym all the time, all day, every day. You worked at it. This is all you did. So, you know, to unpack those great stories, it's uh, it's a good feeling to be able to look back on it and, and, and really be appreciative of it. And more importantly, tell those stories so that hopefully one day um, somebody can read it, take it for their own, and it will help them through a situation. If you want to be the best at something, you're going to find a way uh, uh, to push through those challenges and make sure you do what you need to do to be successful. You know, picking up the book, work ethic was one of the the themes that just came through loud and clear. A lot of us wonder, what does that level of work ethic look like? You know, if you take yourself from a 17-year-old going into the pros at a really young age, one year into university, what does the work ethic look like all the way through? Take me into a practice. I was, uh, you want the pros or the college level? You know, we'll start at college level. Yeah, let's, we'll start at college level because, you know, that's always, that's a very good barometer. <laughs> you know, a typical day in college uh, for a student athlete, um, usually about two, three days a week, this would be one of the days. We'd get up at around 6 a.m. so we could lift weights at 6.30. Um, afterwards at around 7.45, 8 o'clock, um, we'll probably get some breakfast we got class at nine, from about nine to about 2.30. Then we had to walk uh, to practice. Some days you might have individual work, so you have to be there an hour early and get your work in. And then we practiced. Now when we practiced, it was a solid three hours and 10 minutes. It was never, you know, that's about the average. Sometimes it'll go three and a half. Sometimes it'll be 2.50. But three hours and 10 minutes is, is the wheelhouse. Then um, around that time, we'd have to get dressed, of course, shower. And uh, it'll be right at around seven o'clock. We, we try to get to dinner by 6.30, 7 o'clock. We get to dinner, we eat, and then we have a mandatory two hours of study hall afterwards. So, you know, I, didn't, I haven't said anything about being social. <laughs> it was just all work. And, you know, that's not including the games. That's not including preparation uh, and meetings and treatment if you have to get treatment if you're hurt. You know, those were uh, uh, the requirements almost every day um, as a student athlete. And then, you know, I get to the pros. What was so crazy about the pros is it's kind of up to you but the hours are already a miss. So you have to take into effect that on a game day, usually people see your favorite, you know, you see your favorite player playing from 7.30 to 9.30, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Well, if we're playing a 7.30 game, I get up at 9.30, you know, so I can be at the gym at 10.30 so we can do our walkthrough and preparation for the game that night, which is about an hour. Then we have to get treatment again, get cover up those nicks and nacks, shower, 
I'm out the gym by about 12 and I would take a nap, eat lunch, take a nap. Then I'm right back at the gym. And, you know, the, the true shock was after the game. If we have a back-to-back and, and we're playing a game in Charlotte the next night, well, right after the game, we're headed to the airport. We're flying into Charlotte. We're on the bus. Then we check into our hotel so we can be up for another 7 o'clock game the next day. <laughs> so, you know, the pros, it was the, the immense amount of games. And that's 82 games a year. You know, it was uh, it was a traveling show, so you always had to be ready, have your bags packed, have your identification. In my case, my passport, and you know, on top of practicing and lifting weights and appearances, uh, because it's a professional game now, so you have to do things for the season ticket holders. You know, just these requirements that you have to meet. It just it, it became immense, but I eventually got used to it. When I picked up your book. One of the lines that caught me early on, you said, you know, there's a lot of people in your ear nowadays and all of them think they know, but I know what it takes. And then you start to get into these life lessons. Why was it so important to write this book and frame it for young people? Well, I, I wanted, we wanted to frame it for young people because of course, I think uh, we all consider ourselves, hopefully we all consider ourselves young. and. When you think of talking uh, to a younger person, you think more simply. The language, you're not trying to use too much advanced language to try to get your point across. It's simple, it's to the point, and it's to where people can understand it. And you know, that was pretty much the goal, uh, of course, of this book. And it helped me, uh, from a writing standpoint, kind of write to myself, almost, you know? Uh, because I see so much of myself in young athletes, you know, and I had some people along the way who helped me to tell me, I just want to see you do good. I don't want anything from you because in your quest for greatness, and especially if you want to be a professional athlete, people just want to take from you. You know, they'll see something good and they just want to take, take, take all the time for their own benefit, or they'll be your friend for their own benefit. It's not to actually help you. This is to actually help people, you know, because I'm, I'm paying it back. This is my memento to the game because so many people um, throughout my process helped me. And I had a coach specifically tell me one time, I just want to see you do good. I don't want anything from you. I want to see what you can accomplish through hard work, through dedication, through commitment, through teamwork. And, you know, I just felt that through literature, this was such a great way to kind of give away those gems as well, because I've had so many books to help me, you know, that, that, that's where I, you know, I felt that, man, wow, I've taken in so much from reading books. I think this will work and I think this will be there for people who are looking for something and looking to be inspired and looking just for that 1% to help them get just a little better, you know, a little bit closer to your goal. That's what I'm hoping uh, this will help people do. What do you think your edge is over everybody else? Right now or back when I was playing? <laughs> I, I think it's still around, but back when you were playing. <laughs> back when I was playing, yeah, it doesn't go anywhere, right? Um, yeah, back when I was playing, my edge was my intensity. 
my edge was my focus uh, and my commitment. You know, I put everything into the game. I prepared. Um, I dreamt about it. I visualized it. I always prepared myself mentally for whatever is coming. And I felt that that was my edge. Just kind of like I was alluding to earlier, I read books. I felt that was an edge as well. You know, I've read these different books on mental toughness, and I'm going to take nuggets from each one to maybe and, and maybe it'll help me because I know I'm going into a tough situation and it's going to be extremely hard but I'm not going to give up and it doesn't even matter if the other side knows that about me they're in trouble before they even lace it up that's how I felt every single match I didn't care who I was playing and um, you know it kind of spills over into this day um, you know it's all about work ethic it's all about what you choose to do in life uh, what is important to you? W what is that goal that you're going to identify and go after and say, I'm going to go after this thing wholeheartedly. It doesn't matter what other people say. This is what I feel. It's positive. I love it. You know, the whole world disappears when I do it. And I'm going to channel this thing so I can help myself so I can help other people. I think, you know, uh, putting everything in the fun and that that's kind of what I transfer it to. Uh, to now, but like now, I just try to, you know, do it with my work ethic. You know, be be responsible. Think about those things that I'm putting my time into, and what I want to accomplish while I'm doing these things. You know, I think that's uh, that's where I'm at now. But the passion, the purpose, um, you know, that never goes anywhere.